It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Bonsoir. Very softly like this. Bonsoir. Um, by the way, you know, this is a relationship show. <laughs> If it's the first time you're joining the show, we talk love, we talk life, we talk joie de vie, but we discuss relationships. That's, that's what we do. And a uh, little story, you know, I stopped by uh, uh, the bank yesterday to tell us, recognize the, uh, this thick accent of mine. So we, we'll talk a little. And then she started telling me about a relationship question and people behind me start to be really upset. And so I said to the young lady, I said, listen, I mean, there's the people want to, I guess, cash in the checks, whatever it is. And then she said, just before you leave, tell me your answer. So I told her the answer. And then the people said, well, what are you guys talking about? And I said, love. And he laughed. So because nobody can get mad at you when you talk a love question. I just it's so that happened yesterday. Uh, and you know, of course a little traffic, but I thought it was nice. It was fun. Anyway, if you have a question now, not now more than ever, not at the bank or so much, but just right now, time to call me. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour Sonia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sonia. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Okay, so I want to know um, how to trust a man who I am currently with who's already cheated on me before. I want to learn how to stop having suspicions and try to trust him again because he said he's changed. First of all, how long have you been together? Five years. When did he cheat on you? Maybe a year ago. Okay. Since that incident, what has happened that A, made you want to stay with him, even though he betrayed you, and two, what change have you noticed? I don't know. I, for one, I'm, in, I'm still in love, and I feel like this is my person. And I also feel like anywhere I go, that could possibly happen. If I did move on to another person, the same thing could happen. So this is the only issue I have with this person. We don't have any other issues besides that. I see. Um, to amend, to make you forgive, what has he done? Just make sure he's coming home every night and is doing everything to try to show me, try to get me to trust him again. But did he ever say why he cheated? I mean, because, like, what is the reason he gave you for that incident to happen? Honestly, he, he said, not enough ooh-la-la. And then when... All that happened. Tell me how you felt and tell me how you, how you felt when you heard that he cheated on you. Tell me exactly how you felt. Um, I wasn't, I was, wasn't really surprised because I kind of figured, but I did still feel like I was done with him and I, was, I felt betrayed at first. Mm -hmm. And then eventually mm -hmm. I started to, like, you know, after he tried to make it up, I, I, I thought about it and I'm thinking, like, this is literally the only issue I have with this man. I've had so many other issues with men and stay with them for, you know, through those issues, which are worse. So that's what's keeping me here still. Mm -hmm. But I also know that I'm supposed to be strong and not give in. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you're supposed to be happy. It's not about strong or weak. It's supposed to be what's healthy and makes you happy. So I'm going to ask you this, this, this last question. In your intuition as a woman, do you think you should keep dating this man or not? I think not. Then you know what to do. Never betray your own intuition. It's your bodyguard. Women intuition, Sonia, is your best bodyguard. 
So I would like you to take your time, and when you're ready, it's time to leave this dude. Because he's hurt you once, he might do it again. I don't want you to go against your intuition, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Be strong, wait for the right time, and then bye-bye, this man. Hasta la vista. Okay. <laughs> All right. You take care. Have a good night. Thank you, Simon. We got to talk about this. What should you do if you find out somebody has cheated on you? Next. What should you do if, unfortunately, you just found out somebody cheated on you? Right? It's the worst that can happen besides, you know, other things like medically. But emotionally, like somebody tells you, you know what? I got to talk to you. And you know when you hear this, you know what? We need to talk. As soon as you hear we need to talk or I need to talk to you, this is not going to be great news. Rarely the case. So you hear this. The person says, you says, yes, what happened or what's going on? I confess, I cheated on you. What should you do with that toxic information? What is the right attitude to have? Should you be yelling? Should you be crying? Should you be running away? Should you dump the person? Should you call your parents? What should you do if somebody tells you those awful four words, I cheated on you? You want to know what to do? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. Think your partner would call you later tonight or tomorrow and say, I got to talk to you, I cheated on you. Just imagine how much this information would sting your heart, shatter your heart in pieces, all the trust, all the plans, bing. What do you do with this? What you need to do is immediately express how you feel, either into a journal to yourself or to a therapist, even better. The mistake would be to tell everybody what happened. You would just grow the scars on your heart bigger. Uh, reacting you know, to a... A toxic information in a toxic way doesn't help the situation. Telling the whole world your partner is a jerk, if you keep that partner at the end, will make you look very sick yourself. So what should you do? And what have I always done with my therapist? The couple times in my life it happened, go to him and explain what happened and express my feelings. And then you can decide whether you should give him a chance or not. But never, never speak to everybody about it. That's the biggest mistake. You call the next. Bonjour, Malcolm. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Malcolm. So, what's going on tonight? How can I help you? Um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm single, and uh, you know, I'm finding myself on uh, you know the dating sites to be exhausting. Um, it seems like a full time job sometimes. My my profile pic, you know, I, I have you know, I wondered if it's that. I mean, I have a picture of myself in a suit, and uh, in other pictures, I'm in different sports jackets and. You know, and I kind of talk about that I'm looking to, you know, share, you know, some of my success with uh, that special lady. But I just, I keep getting, you know, messages from a lot of younger women. Mm -hmm. um, they're asking me, like, am I looking for sugar babies or are they just <laughs> flat out say, you know, I want a sugar daddy. And I just, I just don't. I don't know why I can't find love, why I can't find a, a, you know, a serious, good woman. This is the thing. Um, no one can predict the future. There's no magic formula. There is, you know, it, I mean, there's some dating websites that are more serious than others, match than others. Others are more like, ooh la la. But here's the thing. Mm. Um, some of us will find love at 20, at 30, at 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, and so on. Mm. And, and no one has a formula, Malcolm. And I would be lying to you, you should do this, you should do that. Here's the thing. Enjoy 
every single relationship, whether it lasts for a day, a month, a year, or ten, or a night. Because until the universe has decided this is your time, it's not the way you dress, it's not what you say, it's not where you eat, it's just, oh, no, it's just the universe has not put you and that special lady yet in front of you. So I don't want you to worry about it at all. We have to embrace life as it is. And I really, I fight this when I speak to colleagues who do relationship show notes. I said, listen, if there were a formula for everybody to find true love right away, we all would be in true love right away, right? right. There isn't. This is, this is, yes, there isn't. Yeah. It's just, the truth is, all of this is a man and a woman, or, you know, or whoever you like. My advice is take it easy, enjoy, and, and I, I embrace the fact that some stuff are just for now, some stuff are forever. And when the universe has decided this is your mate, you'll know it until then. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that, man. You gave me a good, a good perspective on it. It's a very French approach of joie de vivre, which means to love life. But mm-hmm. listen, why not? That's, that's not yeah. a bad thing. So, Malcolm, well, good luck to you. Enjoy life, la joie de vivre, you know, carpe diem. And then one day it will be your time. But until then, I want you to have the most fun time ever with, with everybody you like. Good night, Simon. Good night, Malcolm. Coming up, I am going to go answer a voicemail about a lady who wants her boyfriend to do something before they get married. I don't know the details, so her voicemail is next. So if you have a question, all you need to do is leave me a voicemail, I'll play it on air, and I'll answer on air, just like for this one. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Okay, here's my question. I'm getting married in a couple of months. My fiancé first agreed to go to couples counseling beforehand, then he took it back. Uh, how do I bring it up that I want him to go again with me? I don't know what to say. I'm really nervous. I really need your help. And I'm really looking forward to receiving your help. Thank you. Good question. Yeah, What should you do if you want your boyfriend to go to couples counseling before you guys get married? What should you do? I'll tell you that next. So, good question. What should you do if you want your partner to go to couples counseling before you get married and then your boyfriend said, no, I got this voicemail. So, here's my advice. You need to find out how he feels about it. You need to explain how you feel about it. It's a question that for every couple listening to me tonight, please remember this. Um, The best way to open a conversation is to ask, how do you feel about that? And to listen carefully. Not to impose your view on your partner. This is not a dictatorship. It's a relationship. And then, once you understand each other, you can make decisions based on the interests of both. And now, if couple therapy is not an option, and you see no way out uh, towards happiness, then don't get married. I'm serious. It's much better to cancel a wedding than to cancel 15 years of your life or 20 years of unhappiness. That's key. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Elise. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Elise. So I understand your husband is doing the traditional thing for you that is, for you, very romantic. I don't know what it is, so please do tell. Okay, so at least once a week, my husband, uh, when the kids wake up in the morning, and they wake up very early, they wake up around like 536, He will take the kids and he will go and take them away and let me sleep for another couple of hours because we are 
always <laughs> tired. And it is the best thing. <laughs> but where, where does he take, will you take them away? Like in the woods? Or what, what do you mean by he takes them away? <laughs> well, no, he just takes it because they do. They like, they'll wake up in the middle of the night and they'll climb into bed with us. And they are just, they love us you. very much and we love them. But there's not a lot of sleeping happening. There's very little uh, sleeping that happens in our house. So he will take them out and make them breakfast. And make them breakfast. I got, I got scared for a second. I said, take them away. I said, we're in the woods, in the mountains. <laughs> I was got scared. And now, Just how does that make you feel? Yeah. It is the best feeling ever. I feel cherished. I feel loved. I feel taken care of. See, um, I hope for all the husbands or boyfriends or partners listening to you, that all have kids, what you just said can go a long way for many other couples. So thank you so much for sharing and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Coming up, I am going to go address Ben's question who sent me a Facebook message about his girlfriend's dog. So that's coming up next. So Ben sent me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show saying, Bonjour, Simon. I like dogs, but I hate my girlfriend's dog. It's the most annoying thing. It bites me and barks at me and chew up my stuff. She doesn't discipline it at all. And then when I try to discipline the dog, my girlfriend gets mad at me. So Simon, what do I do? <laughs> I'll tell you what to do next, Ben. So Ben sent me this Facebook message question because he likes dogs, but he hates his girlfriend's dog. This, this dog is, is undisciplined bites him, barks at him, chew up his stuff, nightmare. Uh, but then, you know, when he says to his girlfriend, you should do something about it, the girlfriend gets mad at him. What should you do? I'll tell you what you should do. It's like kids. If, if I date a woman who has kids, and I love kids, but let's say the kids is unruly. It's not my job to rule the kids. It's the girl or the woman I'm, I'm dating. And if she doesn't do it, then I will say, I'll stop dating you. There's no reason to be the victim of any dogs or any kids or anyone. And I love dogs. If you, if you listen to the show, you know I love pets. But So, Ben, this is what I would say. I would say, listen, either you discipline your dog and we're going to have a great time or we're going to break up. That's it. Because I, I have no reason to be bitten or bark at all the time by, by a dog. Plain and simple. That's what I would do. No unspoken, Ben. Tell him like it is. You call the next. Bonjour, Priscilla. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Um, well, just wondering if you had some advice for me and uh, my fiance. We are having a hard time initiating some ooh-la-la, and it's been a while. Um, we love each other very, very, very much. Um, there's not a problem with love. It's just a problem of just getting the car going, you know? And um, we're both aware of it. We both agree I've suggested maybe seeing like a coach or a counselor or something like that to like help us, but he doesn't want to. Um, he's very shy, and I don't really know what else to do. So I was wondering if you had any advice for me, any ideas, something I can do, anything. <laughs> so you know this man pretty well, right? Yes, we've been together for a while. Okay, without telling me because that's none of my business. You know what he likes when it comes to Ulala. Yes. So then, but if you know what he likes, then why not apply what you know he likes to that? So it just doesn't really seem to do much anymore, what, what used to be um, starters, 
you know, um, it doesn't really work. Okay. Um, how old is the guy? 34. Man, that's disappointing. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's weird. It's, it's just out of the blue. I mean, you know, he works a job and then he's a realtor on the side. So he's super busy. And so am I. And we, we get to that point in the evening and we both lay down and we fall asleep immediately. Like there's no time in between. I'm going to give you a, how can I try to say it nicely on the radio? I'm going to give you a, a trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Men in the morning are naturally more inclined biologically for the ooh-la-la, mm-hmm. right? So why don't we surprise by an enchanting morning surprise the guy you're seeing. Do you, do you see where I'm getting to? Like, you know, in the morning, mm-hmm. like, in, like a special breakfast, something like very enchanting and very erotic and romantic. And mm-hmm. you just uh, grab the beast. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I can do that. I can't say, I can't say anything more because we're on air. But I, I just think yeah. what you're going through, many people are going through. So it's totally normal with the pandemic, everything, everybody's tired. But there's two things. Women have to understand that biologically men are responsive to visual erotic stimulation and morning ooh-la-la stimulation. It's automatic. So if you want to restart the engine, good morning, sunshine. And then I'll leave you the rest to you. Okay, I'll give that a try. Okay, Priscilla, I hope that helps you. You have a good night. Thank you, Simon. If you found out your partner was sending ooh-la-la text to their ex, would you end the relationship? We'll talk about that next. If you found out your partner was sending ooh-la-la text to their ex, would you end the relationship? I repeat, if you found out your partner was sending ooh-la-la text to their ex, would you end the relationship? 94% 94% of you voted yes at Rendezvous Radio. 6% of you voted no at Rendezvous Radio. Um, I would not end the relationship. I would talk about it. I don't end a relationship on a text unless somebody says, see you tonight, I love you. But if it's just ulala text, I'll be upset, very upset. But would I, would I, and I would try to understand what's missing in my relationship. Because I don't think if something is not missing, you do this. So I'm all about discussion and trying to figure it out. But that's just me. So I would have voted no. Uh, thank you so much, by the way, for spending the evening with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.